Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a bright future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is pretty exciting. Uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has. My decision was uh, pretty easy, obviously, with those high-caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city uh, made my decision real easy. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 0063. It's presented by River Cree Resort and Casino. This October, the River Cree turns 12. They'll be giving away over $120,000 guaranteed in terms of cash and cars. Celebrate with the River Cree and swipe your player's club card to earn free ballots into River Cree's promotions. This is a big thank you for allowing... Uh, People allowing the River Cree to become the number one casino in the Edmonton region. And reminder, you must be 18 plus and visit RiverCreeResort.com for more details. You can text us at 630-630. 
on our Westlot Ford text line. We are available on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally at Bob underscore Stoffer and Brendan Escott at Brendan with two E's, Escott, E-S-C-O-T-T. <coughs> Excuse me, the uh, Edmonton Oilers and the Boston Bruins both practiced today out of the uh, Warrior practice facility about uh, 15 minutes outside of downtown Boston. We will tell you that Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and I tweeted it out uh, before I uh, made it back over to the hotel here, uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins did skate this morning. Uh, the Oilers did some interesting things in terms of which may be a precursor, may or may not. We'll just wait and see on that front as to uh, what they may run with for tomorrow's game. But uh, I know uh, just uh, before I hopped in the Uber to make it back uh, in time to host the show today, Jack Michael sent out the projected lineup. He had uh, McDavid with Nugent Hopkins and Raddy, Drysaddle, Lucic, and Yamamoto. Those two lines stayed the same. Jujar Kira between Drake Kajula and Yessa Pugliarvi, which is probably, in the context of the makeup of the Oilers line, their third line, and then Strom with Reeder and Cassie. Now, there's no guarantee that's what Edmonton will go with. We don't know that yet. That means that Kyle Brodzik signed to a two-year deal, $1.15 million cap hit. Um, appears to be a scratch. Uh, he's traditionally been a bit of a slow starter over the last couple of years, and it also breaks up Strom and Pugliarvi, who, along with... Uh, at times have had uh, some connection. Nobody was really going in the opening game of the year over in Gothenburg. Oscar Clefbaum with Adam uh, Larson. Chris Russell was playing the right side today of Darnell Nurse. And Jason Garrison with Matthew Benning, which is interesting in the sense that that means Evan Bouchard maybe is getting a look-see from the stands again. Uh, I was told on Monday, the orders not practice yesterday, but on Monday's practice, as the orders get re-acclimatized to North America, that uh, don't read too much into the deep parents yet. So we'll wait and see. Uh, once we get into uh, things a little bit further, might have a better idea tomorrow if the orders go with a full practice uh, for the uh, morning skate. Uh, we will tell you this. Uh, I'll get to it in a second. But uh, first, uh, the Oilers looking to rebound against the Boston Bruins. We are going to go to our Oilers Now audio vault. It is brought to you by Direct Workwear. On the job, you need the best. And in Edmonton or online, the best is Direct Workwear. Huge selections of garments, accessory, and women's gear. Direct Workwear, where safety Meet savings online at directworkwear.com. So the Oilers looking to bounce back. Milan Lucic coming off a strong performance, and he had this to say on how the team can rebound against his old team, the Boston Bruins. Just, just from a personal standpoint, you, you try to bring what you brought in the first game, and uh, and as a team, more importantly, um, you know, you, you just try to fix the things that we that we that we made mistakes on, and you know, loose coverages uh, too many times, uh, some 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 mistakes where we weren't thinking, and you know, sometimes getting outworked in, in situations. So, you know, just like I said, from a personal standpoint you want to bring what you brought but from a from a team standpoint you you hope to you know pump everyone up all right uh, that is milan lucic of the edmonton oilers uh talking about how the team needs to rebound against boston darnell nurse looking for a bounce back performance and you'll hear his interview coming up took full autonomy uh for his uh performance against the New Jersey Devils, and he uh, had this to say, uh, moving past the loss against New Jersey on Saturday in Gothenburg. 
Yeah, there's 81 games left. I think uh, it's the approach, definitely the approach I'm taking. I know I can be a lot better on the ice, and uh, so it starts you know, for myself. It starts with me, and then just uh, I get back to my game here in, in Boston. It's nice to get back uh, back over North America, and you know, just play. Just put that in the past. I think uh, like I said nothing. Can't be happy about it, and uh, in any way, and uh, just gotta use it as a little bit of motivation coming into Thursday. All right, that is the Edmonton Oilers' Darnell Nurse. Uh, the Boston Bruins, who, by the way, have already played three games. The Oilers have only played one this season. Um, Boston Bruins have already been over to China. Edmonton, of course, going to Germany and then opening up the regular season. It was a New Jersey home game in Gothenburg, Sweden. Uh, not a very good performance from the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club. Uh, Jake DeBrusque, um, who made an impact last year for Boston, uh, played hurt throughout the course of the playoffs, had this to say on the team bonding experience that the uh, Bruins players went through on that trip to China. I think nowadays everyone's kind of on their phones or on their cell service, and uh, especially us young guys. And I think that's the biggest thing was that we're on a bus for about three hours per day, and um, if not more, some days. And anywhere we had to go from either the hotel or the rink, it was at least an hour. So we're on the bus a lot together. And uh, for us young guys, we had some other young guys that aren't here right now, but for them to kind of bond with the older guys, I think it really helps with that, and it helps the team become a team. And um, it was just nice to see the guys after a long summer and kind of hanging out with them. And obviously, it was nice to get back into uh, North America and get back in the uh, you know, swing of things. But in saying that, it was I think it was beneficial in some areas for sure. All right, that is uh, the Boston Bruins' Jake DeBrusque on uh, their experiences. So it's going to be Edmonton and Boston. Boston coming off a pair of victories. By the way, Boston opened up with a 7 nothing loss in Washington. Followed it up with a 4 nothing shutout victory of the Buffalo Sabres and then beat the Ottawa Senators 6-3 Monday afternoon here in Boston while the Oilers were on the ice. Um, so uh, they've had a little bit more of a... Uh, they've got three games in. The Oilers have already had one in, and the line combinations... And this is what happens, and, you know, I'll be honest, uh, as I sat there and watched that performance on Saturday, and it wasn't much of a performance from the Edmonton Oilers hockey team, it, it, was, it was like... Uh, you know, part of me was sitting there thinking, okay, so the, the Oilers are going to have a full four days off uh, once they get in, you know, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, before they get another game in. And, you know, you're, you're thinking to yourself, for the sake of the hockey club, I hope they win. Because what happens is if you lose, and you've had this, the sort of season Edmonton had last year, and uh, many of you will bring up 11 of the last 12 years as well, it uh, you know you're you're in an Edmonton marketplace that loves and cares about a talk team, Northern Alberta oil country, uh, as passionate of a fan base as there is, and everything gets dissected. Heck, even in winning programs, Alabama football. I mean, the discussions that went on between their two quarterbacks. One guy who went 26 and two and lost his job as a starting quarterback to a phenom whose name is Tua Tagovailoa, a Hawaiian kid that's a lefty that's got an incredible arm. That was the discussion for all of the spring in spring camp uh, down there. So it, it happens in sports, and Oilers coming off a loss, and already, uh, you know, what about the deployment of Yessa Pugliarvi? And I'll be honest with you, during the course of that game against New Jersey, I thought Pugliarvi was going to start the third period on the, on the line with uh, McDavid, and, or sorry, with Dreisaitl and Lucic, and instead he sort of stayed where he was. Uh, I don't think Ryan Strom had a great game. I don't think Kyle Brodziak had a great game. And we, you know, it's it's pretty clear there's a chance Brodziak, based on practice today, could 
you know, be out of the mix one game in, maybe a little bit of a wake-up call for him. But the Oilers have got to get going. Now, the the good news from an Edmonton perspective is, is for whatever reason, they found ways to win games in Boston since Peter Chiarelli has taken over as general manager of the hockey club. They stole one in here a couple of years ago during the 15-16 season. Cam Talbot was brilliant in a victory. Then in 16-17, Pat Maroon got a hat-trick here. And then at 17-18, the, the team was again struggling. They played one of their worst games of the year in Buffalo and then flew into Boston right after that. Practiced at the Boston University uh, facility on a Saturday. And that was the first time we saw McDavid, Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins down the middle. Rolled out with those three guys at center and proceeded to uh, have a pretty good game against Boston and get a win. And then it was after that that Boston pulled their year around and went on a ridiculous run where they won like 27 out of 32 games. So... Uh, the Oilers have played well in this building over the last three years at the TD uh, uh, Bank Garden. So we'll uh, we'll wait and see uh, what ends up transpiring tomorrow. Twelve seventeen in Edmonton. You can text us at six thirty six thirty. I think most of you out there of the school, hey, it's one game. It was not impressive. The team needs to be a lot better. Um, Sometimes you have to give opposition teams credit, too. But i, I got to tell you, I didn't think New Jersey would be as good this year as they were last year. And I was a little bit surprised at how, you know, how well they played. But there was a second part to that. The others did not play well, other than, you know, McDavid's line was very good five-on-five. Five. But uh, it was a sleepy performance from Leon Dreisettle through a couple periods. He woke up in the third, and that's the guy i got to have going. And then uh, Strom, Pugliarvi, and Carey are hoping for some mismatches there, and, and usually it's driven by the center. And again, in Ryan Strom's case, there is something there as a player. And, uh, you know, we got to see he's sort of reinventing himself, and then maybe there's some uh, some challenges in terms of some growing pains in that regard. So Texas at 630, 630, 1218 in Edmonton, still to come NHL today. Uh, for elite promotional marketing, more than just sportswear, with Brendan Escott when we come back after the break. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's uh, 1222 in Edmonton, 222 in Boston. You can text us at 630-630 on our Westlock Ford text line. Go visit my friend Paul Olson out at Westlock Ford. He will take care of you. Here we go. This text comes in saying, Bob, I'm not sure why uh, Evan Bouchard would get scratched when the rest of the group was about three steps behind New Jersey all game. Well, i I, I got to tell you, I, 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 I totally understand getting Jason Garrison into the lineup, Mitch. But uh, for me, I did not mind how Evan Bouchard played. He got hit early. I use the phrase, the Oilers' D were like meat on a stick, and the New Jersey Devils' forwards were hunting. And uh, I got that ain't changing against Boston. Every team that's going to play Edmonton is going to sell out on the forecheck. They're going to try to get to the Oilers' D. The Oilers' D are not elite puck movers. The Oilers have a possibility of developing a couple here over the next few years. They need one of Jones or Bear to make it. Um, Bouchard is going to make it because he's smart and he lets the puck do the work. The other thing that the Edmonton Oilers need, they need some guys. They need some guys that need to understand who they are and where their limitations lie. So if you're not an elite offensive puck mover from the back end, then become the best defensive defenseman you can. Right? 
You know what I'm saying here? If you're not a guy blue lining in that's a Kevin Shattenkirk type, who, by the way, isn't great defensively, but if you're a guy that you know struggles to make plays in the O zone when you're a defenseman, then you better be really good at defending. And that is a priority for all of the Oilers' defense. They have to improve on defending. And they're just, at times, and this is a byproduct of younger players, but there seems to be, and I'm, I'm excluding a guy from Bouchard here because he's a flat-out rookie, but there's some guys that have been in the league for two or three years that need to completely understand who they are. And I'll take it in terms of the forwards. Ryan Strom, he has to reinvent himself and become a Marty Reasoner type of player to be an effective third-line center, which you can be compensated very uh, fairly for in the National Hockey League. And sometimes those sort of things are difficult uh, for players to take. You can text us at 630, 6.30. Uh, Bob, it would be nice to see tomorrow's game as one of those games where a superstar just takes over and sets the pace for the team. I know we have the personnel that comes to us out of Slave Lake. Well, don't forget, uh, Connor McDavid's likely to be going up against Patrice Bergeron. That line for Boston, I would assert, is the best line in the NHL. Pasternak, Bergeron, and... um, Brad Marchand. Again, you can text us at 630-630. The Don says, Bob, I'm very disappointed in Todd McClellan moving Paul Yarby up and down the lineup. In my mind, he needs some stability to develop continuity and chemistry. Well, he's played a lot with Strom. Based on today's practice, it looks like he's going to play with Kara. I'm not necessarily sold as a demotion. And it doesn't mean my opinion is right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's the beauty of doing shows. you know, you have you have people that come on and Ryan's show, and, and they, they have people of strong political opinions. And it's funny how the left loves to call out the right on everything. But they can, and I, I think some of our listeners know where I'm going here, some individuals can, to the left can be every bit as narrow-minded in their scope and their approach as individuals to the right, which really frustrates the 80 or so percent of us that are centrist in the middle. All right, uh, without further ado, off to NHL today for our friend at Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear. Here's Brendan Escott. Enough politics. Let's check in with the league last night. The San Jose Sharks bit Flyers goaltender Brian Elliott, and they bit him bad. Eight goals in an 8-2 victory. Flames beat Nashville 3-0. Carolina handed the Canucks 5-3 loss. And Winnipeg knocked off the Kings 2-1. Toronto hanging a converted touchdown on the Stars 7-4, the final there. Just three games on the schedule tonight. Philadelphia visits the Senators. A Stanley Cup rematch with Vegas playing Washington. And Arizona takes on Anaheim down in California. Golden Knights forward Paul Stastny will miss at least three games with a lower body injury. He will be reevaluated when the team returns from their current road trip. Free agent forward Rick Nash, uh, he says he's not ready to retire yet, but reports surface that he's still battling post-concussion syndrome from an injury he suffered back in March. It's thought that if he can get healthy enough to win, or to sign rather, it'll only be with a cup contender. New York Rangers defenseman Kevin Shattenkirk, you mentioned him, Bob, expected to be a healthy scratch for the team's game tomorrow against the San Jose Sharks. He signed a four-year, $26.6 million contract last offseason, but he's minus four through the first three games. Down in Bakersfield, the Condors on the road tonight playing the San Jose Barracuda. They're trying to avenge a 5-1 loss from Saturday night. 
And the Edmonton Oil Kings dropped another tough game on this road stretch. They're on uh, 6-4 to to the Tri-City Americans. Their record falls to 5-3-0-1. That's coming after their 5-0 start to the season. However, another chance to turn it around tonight against the U.S. Division-leading Portland Winterhawks. Bob. 1227 in Edmonton, and we're allowed to have opinion on this show. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back, Craig Simpson from NHL Hockey on Rogers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.